0: Welcome to Sounds Like a Personal Problem Podcast, where all of our issues are personal, and guess what? So are yours. Our interpretations, slights, rantings, okay, let's be real, our broadcast event sessions stem from who we are, where we're going, and where we're at. I'm Choma. And I'm Cassie. And basically all of this sounds like a personal problem, so let's get into it. (laughs) Here we go again. (laughs) She just wants to be a part of the pod so badly. We should just add her voice to the beginning of the pod. We should just let the listeners know we have this voice that comes on to let us know when the recording is started. And she was never there before, so I have to ask. I have to ask myself. I'm like, hmm, does she just want to be a part of the show now? Like, she's realized what we're doing. Yeah, our our official third host. <laughs> Special guest. i like, you can be a producer. We'll, we'll upgrade you to host, but chill out. Relax. Recky? I guess we'll call her Recky. <laughs> <laughs> Relax. Oh, goodness. How are you doing? How am I doing? The lunar eclipse was last night and man, I've never paid attention to those. And I'd, I only paid attention because it was in Sagittarius, which is my moon sign. It was such—I don't want to say great night, but it was such like a cleansing, eye-opening, catalyzing. It was a night I was I kept, I, and I I played Oh What a Night by Frankie Valli in the Four Seasons today when I woke up because they they say that there's typically like a hangover after. Um, well, no, the astrologer, the astrology app that I follow was like you might have a hangover, and I'm like this. I woke up today. I think I necessarily have a hangover. I just felt very um, renewed. Renewed. Okay, that's a that's good how word. I, like I just started singing the song in my head, but I don't know if we can sing it on the pod. I know we've sang songs before, but. <laughs> I get it. You don't want to risk it. No. Just, yeah. So definitely feeling renewed, which is funny because it wasn't a new moon. It was a full moon. Full moon. I mean, I don't know what that means about the lunar eclipse experience, <laughs> Sagittarius, but I'm glad it was a renewal for you. It was wonderful. How are you, Bob? How do you feel? I'm doing okay. I'm doing all right. Uh, just uh, living and just enjoying as best as I can. <laughs> just feeling the pulse in my wrist, making sure it's still there. Yeah. Yeah, making sure I'm still alive. I'm still feeling things. <laughs> Deep breaths. That goes for everybody. Deep breaths. Breath. Yeah. Oh, I saw something on like online that if you if you can like hold your breath for a certain amount of time, you have like. Normal lungs, strong lungs, strongest lungs. And I was like trying it out and I was like, oh my gosh, can I do this? And I was like, okay, I got strong lungs because I can hold my breath for like, I think like 15 or 30 second cycles. So I was like, oh, this is great. So that's the number? Is <laughs> no, what? Well, it's not 30 second cycles because then I would be like um, David Blaine or something, but <laughs> it was going around in a certain- I don't know exactly the time. David Blaine is like 30 minutes. Like- I don't know what he does, some voodoo, but can you, like, we grew up watching David Blaine, like, okay, I'm going to be underwater for how many days, I'm going to hang upside down and do random, <laughs> weird. No, you can't, no. Weird. I can hold my breath for, I know, 30 seconds, I don't know about anything more than that, just because I typically hold my breath that long each time I puff my inhaler, that's it. Ah. So, it's funny that you're saying. I you said you didn't know the exact number. So I was wondering. I was like a 30s strong lungs. I think that's so contradictory because I have <laughs> asthma and I don't believe I have strong lungs. I might be ah, wrong. I know the exact like time interval. I just it was just a video. You had to like keep watching to see how um, long you could hold your breath for. Okay, I misunderstood. Okay, gotcha. Okay, cool. Yeah. I, was I like, said oh, it. I said it in the wrong way. I didn't. Explain I have it no right. faith in my lungs. <laughs> At least your inhaler will see you through. She will. And she's protected me from, she's she's protected me all throughout COVID. So I'm grateful for her. I Wonderful. Shout out to your inhaler. Thank you. She's listening right now. Thanks, Haley. <laughs> Haley and Haley. <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, so I'm renewed and you're oxygenated. Yes, I'm oxygenated. <laughs> Breathe. You're breathing life into this podcast. Oh, okay. I love that yeah that was good that was good i don't know where it even girl I me mean, where we do without you on this podcast <laughs> a lot of things um probably not get sued by chris martin um <laughs> let's hope not because we were talking about him so much last pod <laughs> it's so twisted but it's like am i like it's so twisted because i'm like i'm willing to get that kind of attention from him i love him I mean, I'll support you in getting that attention. I know you do love him. Like, You're like, as long good. as your name is the one on the restraining order, that's, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, I don't need them problems. <laughs> I love him though. No, okay, um, let me focus. Cause you know, see the way I went off about Retta last time, I could go off about Chris. Well, not so much Chris, Chris is a white dude, sorry Chris. Um, but he is so hot, he is so talented, and he's a humanitarian. Good, Elise, have something going for you. Yeah. Humanitarian and a great band. Yes, an iconic band. Well, maybe. Yeah, actually, no. They're pretty well, iconic. Are they're iconic because it's like they've they spend the decades. Yeah, and they apparently have like they're on that list of like um, most lucrative tours, world tours. Really Just found that out recently. I how many know. how many Coldplay concerts have you been to? Well, I don't really do concerts, so Coldplay was the first one I ever went to. That was oh. twenty seven, twenty sixteen. Um, so I've only been to one cause then COVID happened. <laughs> Man, COVID ruined my concert plans. I had like so many concerts I wanted to go to and then canceled, canceled, canceled. That's also a grief and loss that I was talking to my friend about, like the grief, the grief and loss people went through in COVID other than like people dying. Yeah. That we feel like, well, she was like, we sound like a bunch of whiners. And I was like, I mean, I do love me some, some real, <laughs> real, nevertheless, I was like, it is not talked about it enough, so. Yeah, but at least yeah. there was social media and FaceTime and stuff to keep people connected, girl, whatever. Very true. Very true. Also, speaking of social media, which probably sounds so contrived of a transition, but that's not even what I intended. But we are for rankings this episode, ranking select social media. Because there's a lot. a lot and the one and ugh, there's who cares about a lot of them? But. Yes, honestly. But we're back to the rankings, I know we've taken a break, but now we're back to ranking different things in the world. And this time it's social media, AKA the predominant reason for a lot of our social, what is it? A lot of our mental health disorders. Or yeah, our anxiety, issues. our social, um, like people, are, can people talk to people anymore sometimes now? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm interested in seeing what your rankings look like. Cause this-, this I did this really quick. Yeah, I this wasn't this really as much quick. like, this one didn't feel like as much pressure on the others where it's like, you'll forgive me if this one's number one or this one's not. So. Right. I might even like change my mind on some of them. I'm going like, to be real with you. I'm going off the seat of my, what is it? The seat of my pants? What? The seat of your pants. The flying by the seat of your pants. There we go. I was like, where the wind takes me. What? Break wind? I don't, yeah. <laughs> so i'm not i haven't even like i don't even have these written down i just know how i feel about all of these ones oh i have to write it down or i forget yeah no that's smart i gotcha yeah um so do you want to do worst to best like we always do yes that's better yeah it's climactic let's let's go up there oh let's tell them which ones we're ranking before we we do it so the social media um aspects that we're ranking this week i'm like i can't even speak (laughs) social media choices that we're going to be ranking Uh, (laughs) okay um so we're ranking facebook reddit twitter instagram tiktok myspace and we do have honorable mentions with vine and snapchat but they're not on our ranking list Maybe they That's should why be they're honorable, mentions. They're honorable mentions, but they're, they're not on our list. So we just didn't put them there. Do you uh, want to rank them? I feel like we could put Snapchat on here. No. Okay. Then let's, let's just rank all of them. Forget honorable mentions. Let's just add Vine and Snapchat to the list. Okay. Perfect. Let me, let me add them to yeah, my list. I said Vine and Snapchat were honorable mentions, primarily Vine because we have TikTok now. So yeah okay it still doesn't affect my rankings it's okay Uh it might go above certain a certain other ones but there we go okay i'm good you ready so your worst social media is my worst social media is vine okay (laughs) (laughs) we could have left it honorable mention i was i was getting a vibe that you wanted at least to include snapchat so i was like let's just include them both um okay (laughs) honestly mine I didn't really join in on the appeal I didn't really like enjoy it like there were funny vines like Mm -hmm. when people put compilations together of vines but I never like went to download vine like I wasn't so excited to hey let me join vine and watch videos for six seconds to see what people Mm -hmm. are doing and honestly a lot of it Partly, I mean, there's racism in all sorts of stuff, but like people would do like the simple dumbed down generic jokes that is just like uh, utilizing stereotypes. And it's just like, okay, this is boring. Like, yeah, it's funny where I put it on my list. I didn't use, I didn't use it all that much. Like I didn't post on it very much. I appreciated the ingeniousness of its format. Yes. It was unlike anything we'd ever seen before and you could create some really, really really cool. I am not going to curse. Crap. Making people laugh in 6 seconds is a talent. That is yes, I agree. That is a talent. So that that I do give it that. That was great. And I forgot it was even 6 seconds. I thought it was like under 10. I just didn't know the exact. Name. Yeah, 6 seconds. 6 seconds. Wow. Okay. Yeah. My um I was like I feel like when I say mine you're going to just you're you're going to know. Um my last my worst social media is Facebook. Yeah, I knew you're good. Yeah. Yes, you did. Yes, you fricking did. Because Bob knows that I don't even call the CEO by his um, his actual name, just, and for hints purposes, drop the Z and add an F. And that's how I refer to the CEO. Yeah, he's a diabolical uh, billionaire. Dude, I just, that's, oh, He could be a true crime segment on his own. And he's he not. He should be, he should be. <laughs> Um, you know what? But really quickly, I'm gonna tell you that Facebook is my number seven, so we can talk about it fully. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay, because there's eight. I was like, oh, Where's the number seven? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's your next one. Okay. Great. Yeah. It's 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 the CEO. I mean, Facebook. We both know it was it was a what is it? It was an era in its own right. It was like the like the start of an era, whatever it's called. Birth the of birth, birth of, of a nation. <laughs> No, low key, think about it. It was birth of a nation, uh, yes. racism wise. And also just the fact that like it could populate um, part of the globe. If we took all the Facebook users just in recent years of the fact that like the political stuff, the lies, um, I've never seen the movie, but I'm trying to wrap up my, just my, cause you know, I can go on a soap opera, soap yeah. about, um, Efferberg. it's, I love the fact that it connects people from across the globe. A lot of people still have it with all the social media to connect them to their families, Otherwise, yeah. the CEO and all of the documentaries that have come out about social media, like I just—it's scary mm-hmm. the amount of misinformation that runs through Facebook. Yep, wild, hmm. and like people believe like so many like some of the like some of the dumb videos that trend on on Facebook. If you go to like the video portion, it's like people doing like oh this is a prank a gold digger prank, people, like, um, walking up to uh, some woman, and she only talks to them because they have a nice car, and people are like, oh my god, see, people, it's like, this is staged, guys, like, I don't know why you don't, why you believe all of these certain um, videos, and then with the political fake news, fake news, fake news, thank you, like, it's crazy, Facebook is evil, but it does connect people across the world, which is good, I mean, for all of these, yes, they've connected people. I know Facebook just did it in its own, in a new way that we'd never seen. It's But like you highlighted, it's just, I'm reeling it in. That's all I'll say. Yeah. It's Facebook. <laughs> Facebook, so that was your number seven. My number seven was Snapchat. Aww. <laughs> When you added, it, I was like, this is all right. This is a You know what's funny? Like I added it, but you'll see where I ranked it when I I, it. <laughs> I know that you I started using it again because of you when I moved to New York. Otherwise, um one thing that I that's always rubbed me the wrong way with Snapchat is the facial filters. Like my my wife and 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 love would try and like do the filtered dog things and stuff or certain things. And it wouldn't recognize that I was a person that I later came to find. It was because, you know, dark skinned. Yeah. That, and like, I just, you know, I don't take pictures very much. Like I preferred the videos and then they started doing stories. I thought that was cool. Otherwise it was just initially pictures. And I was like, I don't really F with pictures. I mean, I can see that like, I still have Snapchat because of all of the memories I've made, like I had on there. And like, it reminds you all the time. But people like still post on there every day. And I'm like, how are you posting on there? I don't even... Who are you posting for? And I, and I don't even, I don't even click on the the, sna- the stories. Like I'm just like, they have like different shows on there that, that people put on there that it's kind of interesting. It's like, okay, you click on there, but... Yeah, who are you posting for? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like you might end up, in fact, you just educated me on a lot about Snapchat that I did not know was still happening. I, it's funny you say you still, you keep it for the memories because I, I've i kept mine because of your sister's wedding um, and the cruise that year. Oh, the, the cruise reminded me like, like about two or three days ago, the, the cruise pictures came up and I was like, oh, what a fun I time. forgot that happened. That's was almost four years ago. Yeah, almost to the date. I think to the date, actually. Yeah we wow. were recording this, yes, it was like, yes. to the date. Because like, we were there for how long? I mean, we don't have to count it. But no, I just, I remember that was the period of time that my sister would always call on me to like create documentaries of stuff, <laughs> of trips, so that I used Snapchat to like create all those videos together as like one long um, home video. That's what it is. Not documentary. Yeah. So Snapchat is good for that. So I, I appreciate it for, for those aspects. Damn, should I put a higher? No. I'm good. I mean, it's too, we it, we ranked it where we ranked it, and I will tell you, I'll go next. My number six is Snapchat. Okay, so see, we're not that, we're not that, we're not that. Okay, great, because I know the last rank <laughs> ooh, <laughs> we're like we were like so far away. <laughs> yeah. Um, and even so, like I, I, I would if I could have swapped Snapchat for Twitter, just talking about the home video aspect alone. But I'm gonna keep it where it's at. Oh, okay. But at least we're not too. Then that makes me wonder then. Your number six, you said, is Snapchat. Mine was MySpace. Oh, wow. We're kind of similar on our, we're like off by a little bit, but we're we're ranking pretty similarly. Are we one-offs? oh but uh, she <laughs> was, was legitimately asking if like you're not your next okay i'll just wait but yeah mine was myspace because myspace is the og and i know that myspace being the og should have it higher at this list but you know yeah. og there are limits to that i just loved how it taught people html yeah. um top five that whole thing you could have so your own drama. profile music, oh, so much drama. So so wait, why is she? And it's yeah. not even just like, why am I not on your top eight? It's why is Giselle number three and I'm number four? Exactly. And it, then it got extended to top 16, top 32. It's like, whoa, we don't need all of this. Classic. <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh like, I'm sorry. No, sorry, for the drama alone, this was actually a hard ranking, think about it now. Yeah, I honestly I'm getting like nostalgia talking about MySpace because I'm like, wow, maybe I should have ranked my. I, I haven't told you where I ranked mine, but I was like, maybe I should have put it higher, because you, like you said, you could put profile music, you could, you can, it, you made it your own, like you decorated it how you wanted. You could go to people's pages and see what kind of personality they they yeah. are, like. And you know, Instagram is trying to do that whole personalization thing, but nobody. In fact, let's just even let's just even say that no, no social media has ever been as personalized as MySpace. As MySpace, it was it was it was my first social media um, app or an app. Oh, we went online, we logged in online. No, you're right. It was it was probably like the initial quote unquote app. My first, the one, first one that I I was on. Yeah, the you. first one I was ever on was um I was I wasn't allowed to get MySpace. Well, never allowed to. I just wasn't comfortable getting it. So I had a PIXO. Nobody knows what that is. It's Pix as in P-I-C-Z-O. Google oh. it. I'm not going to waste time talking about I gave it. A, y'all didn't see, but I gave her like a look like, what? Oh, no, not even you. I mean, like, I'll definitely explain it to you another time. I'm just like, not going um, I'm, to. I'm sure if the listeners know what PIXO is, they know what it is. But if you Google it, it's more fun to Google it and see like, oh, wow, people. This was a thing. It was just like basically MySpace for middle schoolers, juvenile. Oh, because... So MySpace came up came out in 2003 and Pixo I think came out after it. It's just you know like when versus the when they came out versus their heyday. I just yeah. know that Pixo I was on Pixo more so on during MySpace's heyday. Okay. But I mean I didn't get on MySpace till years later when I was like middle school high school going into middle school high school. So Yeah. Same. I think I'm, I got I, I got mine in, like 2007 or 8. It might be because I was thinking of when I got onto Facebook. I got on Facebook like my senior year of high school, I think. Yeah, I got. I on was Facebook like one of the later. Or senior year of high school. Yeah, my senior year of high school for Facebook. So mm-hmm. I was on MySpace before that. So we are similar trajectories. I feel like our parents had a lot to do with that. That yeah. and like we're like, what's the point? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that was my number six. That was your number six. Okay. Let me, do you want to go number five or you want me to talk about my number I like five? you going first. I like, I like the pattern okay. going on. So then my number five is MySpace. I knew it. And I told you what, that's why I said the one, I was like, she'll get what She'll get what i mean by one off. I wasn't even trying to make a dad joke or a car a car salesman. <laughs> I was just, I, I literally think that we're going to be one off. It, we might be, but now we're, we're almost at top four. So yeah, MySpace, we already kind of talked about it. Like it was just great. Like it, it wasn't like my top, like, oh my God, my MySpace is amazing, but it wasn't <laughs> was my top five, but <laughs> yeah, I didn't make, no, it made the top five, but it didn't make, it wasn't in my top three. I did. I'm sorry. You're right. <laughs> ah, and there was a point where you could just do like top one. And then with the HTML, you're able to hide it. Somebody that we know, um, that Bob and I know in our close circle, I remember telling her, lying to her that she was on my top eight. Her top 16, one of those. And she, but I'd hidden the thing from my profile with like, you know, the layouts they give you. And she knew this like code to see it. So she screenshotted it, sent it to me in an email, and was like, You're lying. And I was like, Well, damn. No way. Oh my gosh. We're going to have to talk about that after. I was like, Damn, caught. It was like, it felt like Chris Hansen, cheaters, all of them combined. (laughs) Pulled you up. sat you down at the kitchen island Mori Povich come from the living room to the couch like it felt I I just remember feeling so roasted but like oh my gosh like no like the drama that the top stuff brought about was crazy so funny to think of now but in the moment it was just like it was damn that stuff was like serious to people I wish I could like I wish I could go in log in and see what MySpace, my MySpace looked like I know I had certain stuff on there but like archived archived but I mean I don't know yeah oh that's even one thing I didn't even mention to you about Facebook is you were talking about um um something that you still see on there I deleted mine that and it's so funny that I deleted mine because now we're doing our class reunion our high school reunion next year mm-hmm. and they're planning it and there are some people dm me and they're like hey we can't like we can't reach you. We're planning the reunion. I was like, just text it to, or I was like, I know that my wife is on Facebook. So just tell her everything. She'll she'll let me know. My class, we couldn't, we didn't do our uh, reunion. We had the Facebook and then they made it an Instagram, but COVID we couldn't do our high school reunion because of it, but it's okay. We see everybody. It's okay. But we see everybody on Instagram and Facebook. If you still have Facebook, it's fine. Still got robbed. Is Bob is saying. just not wanting to say, look, I didn't want to see the Mephers anyways. <laughs> but you know, it's funny. It's like, you, you still talk to the people that, from high school or, or college that you, that you still keep in touch with. So that matter. Yes. Yeah. So I'm like, well, I already, I already know what everybody's doing. So, hey, it's okay. Oh, Sorry. That's actually really funny. They're keeping at the top and the fact that you're, you're just, you're being so diplomatic about it. And I'm like, nah, <laughs> you didn't like them. You know, you didn't want to go that's okay <laughs> okay that was your number five my number five is instagram interesting primarily because and it's i think it's the only social media i i use um for example like this the podcasts instagram and my own personal one otherwise okay. i have realized i'm not good at keeping up with social media that and um you know, Instagram is mainly just, like, pictures, and then they had stories. Long story short, it's, for me, it's the mental illness aspect of Instagram. Yeah, and Instagram, unfortunately, is owned by Facebook, so once that happened, it changed up a lot, like... Hoping, Your Honor, that she wouldn't mention this now that we have it on record, because I was not going to bring Efferberg into Instagram, but you did it, so here we are. got it like the way that the way it changed up a little bit like chronological order doesn't exist anymore i don't i feel like i don't see a lot of the people i follow like they only show a certain amount and like I know I follow more people than this. Like I'm seeing the same people over and over. I'm like, okay, like yes. I saw their posts. You po- they posted this two days ago. Why am I seeing it again here? Like, I don't understand. I mean, you're right about the whole chronological order thing. It's like, that's why these days like, I, I scroll down to see if it says hours ago versus days ago. And if it's like one day ago, I'll like it. And then otherwise I won't even go into the whole thought process. Nevertheless, you're right. And it's, I feel like I we've talked about this personally together, that every time we log on to Instagram, like this inner conflict of cognitive dissonance occurs. It's yeah, my, I, can't, I can't handle it. I don't even post. I, br- I rarely post. If you see me posting on our um, Slack podcast, it's me posting music. Choma's mostly posting <laughs> a lot of the stuff. I like the music part. <laughs> I mean, and, and you're and you're best at the music part. It's also just like, I have more fun with the, podcast Instagram than my own oh really think about that I can see why I can see why I'm like actually there's actually nothing to think of. I'm just being stupidly dramatic No, but it's- I actually like our, our our podcast Instagram too it's fun to see what other people are posting and like it's just fun you're right that's the key wow. word fun I like going on there I'm gonna just very dramatically cross out Facebook on my list there we go okay so my five okay. was you said your five was um, Instagram yes my, okay so we're gonna go to number four my number four is Instagram <laughs> I told you we're gonna <laughs> I'm sick You sick. said I'm sick shut up how are we this how are we one off on almost all of these you'll see you'll see why because once you there's once I say one of them you're gonna be like that's why um <laughs> no regrets and you're you're gonna understand why because you're, you're the per- you gave me the actually the actual central reason um so yes it's been said already yeah but okay. I guess since we talked about Instagram um what was your number three my number three is oh no, I, didn't I didn't say my number four I yeah, you not say your number four wow can I get it together? Hold up. Hold okay, I'm, I'm hungover from the lunar eclipse, okay? <laughs> My number four was Reddit. Oh. And for just for explanation purposes, I was going to say explicative, but I need to work on that, not using words for the sake of using words. Bob and I got on Reddit last year. So this is like, we haven't even celebrated the quote unquote cake day. We haven't been on Reddit for 365 days. Just the fact that it's so simple. You join a community and you either upvote stuff you don't, you upvote stuff you, that tickles your fancy or you downvote horrible people. Not you downvote what you disagree with, you downvote people who contribute to the negative karma in the yeah, world. Negativity. Um, exactly, negativity. Like, there's communities for everything. Like, like if you have no friends that are interested in a certain show, you can join a community and there'll be people that enjoy that show. Like, there's shows that that Choma... Choma Bobby doesn't watch that I'm like, oh, I have a Reddit. I can I can join and talk to people about the show. Like, I, I joined the Circle Reddit like uh, when Circle was really popular this past month. It was so fun chatting with people about the Circle. It was great. I love it. It was definitely less isolating. Yes, because I do feel like, where is it? Full disclosure. Like that's also one thing I was gonna hide about Instagram. Is like if you're not one of the quote unquote cool kids, Echo Smith. Um, it's like that, that kind of rejection that you feel on Instagram, like, that's whereas really on Reddit, it's like, you know, low key, like, oh, it sucks that my post didn't get a voter or my con didn't get a voter, but it's not like, oh, it's not fair. the end of the world. You're just, yes. like, no, it's there. It's, it's there in the abyss community. It's just taken less seriously. Reddit doesn't take itself seriously. It's, it's more of just like a fun time. Definitely Reddit probably to me, other than Facebook has the worst, um, trolls, Oh, I will say yes. That that is very true. I had to leave a certain um, Reddit because of the crazy trolls and racism. The vitriol, yes. Racism. There, you'll find good pockets of Reddit, but there, I don't. I do not join the political Reddit. Absolutely not. I go to Reddit for the fun times. So it's for the <laughs> shows that I, I enjoy. Same. I got on Reddit because of Love Island. Bob introduced me to Love Island last summer. Yes, I and watched... I joined with that. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I remember telling, I told her, I said, there's this, um, I, there's, I'm on Reddit and the subreddit for Love Island. And that's when we ended up both having it. And it's funny because sometimes I would like look for your comments or I was like, I wonder if Bob uploaded this. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, um, she would see me on there because I tend to be more vocal. And Yes, you're way more vocal than me. I, I have zero posts. I mostly just comment. <laughs> It's also just I, for the Love Island stuff, I remember like feeling stupid afterwards. I was like, you got way caught up in stuff that you don't even know these people. But then after that, it's mainly just like, I just started backing off. and
1: Yeah, it's like, him.
0: you just dip in and out. It's just fun. Yeah. So on that, you said your Reddit, Reddit was number four. Reddit is number three for me. That's why I went into depth. I was like, I was taking a gamble that it was your number. It was one above mine. So I was like, if we start talking about it, Fortunately, it's our next one so. so yeah reddit is just fun like reddit is a fun place to be you you curate it to how you want it to be yes and i only get on reddit now for the good girl sub oh i, I haven't even joined that sub don't they just have the season season finale or yes spring finale. um i don't care if any of the ones um from the sub who know that this podcast exists hear me bunch of karens i'm realizing it's a lot of um I won't say the demographic on here, I'll say it to you later. But it's oh. it was fun in the beginning and then more people join not even like more people join. It's it's fun but not as engaging. Perfect. That's the perfect uh, one. Okay. Well I have the Reddits that I, I... I peruse and enjoy. So yeah. I guess I won't join group Girls. You can, yeah, I was gonna say, just for, and I'm thinking of you in mind, like I'm still on it for a reason because of like the way I regard things and go about things. I just don't think it would be as engaging or rewarding for you. I might like, not comment as much yes. if I really didn't find it like, yeah. Yeah. So I don't, want, I'm not trying to like tell you what to do, but I just feel like the way that, it, what it's, it's just turned into like this like mean girls club kind of. Mm. That's, sorry, I'm just gonna like lay it out, like just put it like that, not to like, add any negativity to our fun podcast, but that's why I'm saying you just don't do it. It's I'm barely even on there myself now. And I love Rio and Manny Montana. Oh, Manny Montana, he should have his own um, subreddit. He, he does. Um, he does? People really love him on there. Like, okay, okay. I thought I was being dramatic. I didn't know who you because <laughs> <mean. laughs> that, like, I know you were being, like, you were just being facetious, but that's what I'm talking about with that sub is, like, they just. Hey, you know, not joining that one. I do not want to see what people are doing. Like. You can't spell Subaru without sub, I guess. So, like, they go places. Like. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, your number three. What about your number three? Twitter. Twitter. Okay, that's good. Twitter. You'll see my yeah. Twitter Okay, cool. So now, knowing that it's not your number two, um, <laughs> my I'll give a brief synopsis as to why it's um, my number three. The Twitter I currently have now is my fourth one. Mm-hmm. When I was, I want to say younger, real talk, when I was younger in age, but also in just like um, audacity and brazenness and not worried about cancel culture, I was on that thing. I was posting. I was retweeting. I was saying all sorts of things that now, like, after a while, I just, it just lost its, um. it's like what I told you about yours. I would, I want, I, I want to create a whole new Twitter where I only follow the people you follow because the people you follow are so funny and creative. And you send me some of the funniest tweets that yeah. still made me laugh to this day that my feed is not like that. So I was just like, eh. if I'm not going to be posting, I just want to be scrolling. And if I can't scroll, why am I here? That makes sense because majority of the time I'm, I don't tweet Yes. because of what you just explained and not like I would say anything crazy, but people are very weird yes. and they will attack. Yes. I don't need that in my life, but I do enjoy my feed. I laugh. Every time I get on Twitter, like, I'm always laughing. Like, it's such an enjoyable experience. Your, your feed is actually why it's number three and not anything lower. Because, I mean, I know I just, I know I listed a bunch of negative things. But the thing, Twitter's number three because it's so intelligent. And for me, with intelligence comes mental illness. Like, whether it's the, I'm not even talking about wokeness. I'm talking about, like, the the conscience that people on Twitter have. Yeah. That, for all that morality. And that's why maybe, it, like, that, not Maybe. That's why it's so polarized to me that people are really caught up in like- I will say Twitter has a problem with people thinking Twitter is what everybody thinks in the world. Like Twitter is a small minority of people. I know there's a lot of people on Twitter, but it's like a small minority of people. Not everybody's thinking this way. Like I don't not everybody's on Twitter. Like, honestly, it's not, they're just not. (laughs) So you're yelling into the Twitter world but it's not translating to the real world i'm sorry hey, you're yelling into an empty car wash okay nobody can hear you So <laughs> no when can hear you no one's listening <laughs> it falls in the forest doesn't make a sound that's twitter well but twitter is fun to me but okay so your your number three is twitter so we can go to my number two my number two is tiktok wait what was your number three i said my number three was instagram remember oh yeah you went first Yes, I went first. Still hungover, clearly. Um, People, (laughs) please, when I say hungover, also, please just remember the fact that I'm talking about all the emotions and cleansing that came with yesterday. Like, I, as much as I miss drinking, I don't know if I can do it anymore after COVID's over. Like, I drank once or twice, and it was a very... I drank recently, and I was like, am I getting older just because I don't drink enough that I'm like, whoa, getting... Like, I was already after, like, one or two shots, I was like, hey... Well, let me slow down here. <laughs> Start sipping the shot. Yeah, the night has just begun. <laughs> Somebody comes by with like the bottle and you're like, and you know, I'm still holding on to this. And it's this tiny little, tiny little shot glass. <laughs> Can you bring a water pitcher? I need some water. I need, and I need some bread, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I'm going to have to save my um we're gonna have to save like our drinking stories either for a personal conversation or another um solely because I don't know if I'm a lightweight because of my physicality or the fact that I didn't start drinking till I was 22. I don't know. So just hearing you talk about the I thought I, I get that with tequila and that and the fact that I have a fast metabolism so like as fast as I get drunk I'm just as sober. Tequila is dangerous. I love her. This, te- you know, it's dangerous tequila and um, what is that shot? A Jager bomb. Never had it. Never will. I wouldn't recommend. Mm, probably will actually. I'm gonna say never because no, I know no, I, no. you mentioned oysters and I was like. No. I wouldn't recommend. But we'll we'll save that for another pod. We we'll, can we can talk about some of the the drinks that we find are not. We'll rank some of the 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 drinks or something like the we best. We that in the reserves. The yeah. ranking. Of- We'll rank, will rank for like the best shots and the worst ones. Uh, anyway, so what's your number? So I, did I say my number two? My number two is TikTok. Yes. My, TikTok? well, I think, yeah. So I think this is where we could talk about, um, we can, we can delve into TikTok because Vine is my number two, which tells you that TikTok oh. is my number th- one. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's perfect. Well, then let me just say my number one. My number one is Twitter, and I've I already explained it. But so we did we this weird one, two, three, three, two, one thing. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> let's talk about TikTok though. Yes. <laughs> um, TikTok. Um t- I mean to me, TikTok is the is this, like well not the second born, is like the um, what is it? The, the celebrity that has a famous kid, but it's not working. But it's like without Vine, there would there wouldn't have been TikTok. And yes. TikTok took what Vine did and just Boom, lot.: Blew it up. Boom. TikTok is hilarious. I can't find a negative thing to say about TikTok. I can't either. Exactly. Like, like thank you. I took, I was like, oh, like, oh, being a millennial, oh, why am I going to join TikTok, blah, 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 blah. When I joined, man, it was, it, it was hilarious. She's like, when I joined, I became conjoined. part of the tiktok part of your world because like there's there's a video for every everyone and like once you start liking certain things or even if you don't have an actual account the algorithm still curates your for you page and you see things that you want to see like you're like it's just ai is so intelligent it's actually kind of insane (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. yes, I'm like, <laughs> uh, sorry, that was a little dorky joke in my head. Um, I'm not even gonna say it out loud. To, like for even all like the um the critiquing articles I read on TikTok, it's when you look at the the bads compared to the goods, it's not as detrimental as the other social medias bads slash worsts. Yeah. Um, than the because I mean TikTok is educational. It's fun. It's creative. It's it's such an endorphin donor it's like a mood booster like I'm always cracking up and even people are having fun they're doing the dances like that's that's fun people are just enjoying themselves doing the dances and stuff educational as you said I mean although I want to say though with the educational it's like sometimes it's like you got to fact check some of these people's like Oh just because so somebody's TikTok comes up on you, they tell you like a story of the history of this, doesn't mean it's true. You got to like kind of de- dive deeper into it, but it is educational for a certain aspect. So, like, I really like TikTok. Yeah, I agree with you. In fact, that's a good point that you make too. It's, it's, it's one thing, like, if I'm reading something, oh God, I'm going to say BuzzFeed and like Huffington Post, CNN, like, for just, you know, to de- describe the platform not because i take buzzfeed seriously but i'm less likely to fact check something from like see i'll just say like a reputable news source mm-hmm. buzzfeed is not but work with me here um then i will like tiktok for example like i'll probably send it to you and then since i'm so interested in with the person saying i'll google it later and then yeah you're right like and when you end up googling it that's that's your fact checking process i agree yeah because i'm like so i'm like that sounds crazy it's like oh is that true though? <laughs> oh, he murdered 17 women, not 71. Okay. Oh, mishap. Imbalance. Very, very creative on there. I love seeing the food videos like people making food. I made some food that uh some guy made on TikTok. It was a cream a stuffed cream cheese and spinach chicken. Like it's fried chicken, you stuff it with cream cheese, mozzarella and spinach. It was one of the most, it was so delicious. And I made it because of this TikTok. It looked so good. I was like, I have to try it. <sighs> delicious, I'll make it for when you. When you said chicken, i that's not where I thought you were going. I thought you were talking like, uh, like to me, there are certain foods that when people prepare them, I'm like, oh, you're a chef, which speaks to the fact that like, I don't really adventure out. <laughs> But no, I just mean like, I thought, I thought you were mentioning those bell peppers you meant, you made once that I was obsessed with just because they. Sound oh, those good are chicken. good too, but no, this one, I will make it for you when you, whenever you, whenever you come up here and I don't even eat meat all that yeah. much anymore, but I'm, I'm like, I not even like officially anything, but like, I will, I will starve all day just for that chicken you're talking about. Yeah. I kind of want to try it with it when it's not fried. Like I want to try to like, get normal to see like probably a little bit healthier, or like but... a three or something. Yeah. Or like big just bake it yeah from me. but it it was so good i'm telling you wow i mean i'm even like i don't even eat fried chicken and like even you describing it i'm willing to eat it if you <laughs> yeah i don't even <laughs> want to eat it if you make, make it for me, me. <laughs> make me a sandwich <laughs> yeah so we'll the, the tiktok so many things on there just so amazing yeah and i'm talking about it like it's my number one on the list <laughs> oh yeah it's like it's my number one though so i mean yeah. go off girl go off sis I mean, that's, and like, even number two with Vine, like, again, Vine swung so that TikTok could fly. I don't know where I'm going with that. Um, what is the saying? I think it's like- Vine this walks, walks so the, TikTok can run. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, because I was like, huh, that was actually, I'm, I'm going to tap myself on the back because I typically like the improv, I end up stuttering and stuff. So that just came to me. But yeah, Vine, like you said, it was, it's primarily, I said, you gave me the reason so I didn't have to go into it all that much the creativity people would come up with in six seconds yeah and just the frivolity of it like we're saying about tiktok you just have fun with it obviously you can't do a political lesson in six seconds so there was like not much politics on there and i think they extended it to like 13 seconds or something but still like that's mm-hmm. still short i think i'm lying i think that was a dream i had um, I wonder, why did they like why did vine shut down like what happened again? I mean, like i either money That or I'm like, they're trying to make a. I saw it as like a scheme to make a comeback to get like a bunch of attention, but they didn't come back. So I guess it was money. Oh, okay. I really couldn't tell you because I really didn't care. That's whatever. I never really joined. So, but okay. So, why is your number two? TikTok's your number one. Your number one was Twitter. Your number one was Twitter. We kind of already talked about it. Like, Twitter is so funny to me. I mean, just because I know you saved it as your number one. Like, was there anything you wanted to add? As since you said, I I like that it's very um in like how do you say real world like instant like you'll know what is happening. Instantaneous, I guess. If you go onto Twitter, you go to the trending page. You'll see like. Oh, this hap- this is happening in the world. If you want to see those kinds of things, but if you don't and you just stick to your own like feed, if if you curate your feed to people you follow, then you'll see what you want to see. But yeah, it's it's fun. Although I will say negative one of the negative things about Twitter now they changed like you can see people's likes, and I'm like, why? If, why are we seeing people's likes? I, I thought know. you could always see that. No, like it puts it on your feed. Oh yeah so that's that's why i say it's a little bit of a negative <laughs> a little yeah, change they made what we're looking for is invasive yeah so i'm like okay but uh that's fine cool okay yeah i mean at least you're not like ragging on it or anything it has it's it has its upsides and downsides for sure yeah. definitely but i like i said really your feed you've done a great job of curating without even trying and i will unfollow if i find that you're saying crazy stuff i'll unfollow you i'll mute you i'm like okay no need. <laughs> and that's actually, that's a bonus for Twitter. Is like, I feel like Twitter is my first, um I feel like they were the OG mute button. Fantastic. I mean, Twitter for that alone, like. Thank you. That's, yes, that's, that, it would be all of our number ones for that alone. Right. Like, you can mute words, mute accounts, and like, they don't exist. The limit does not exist. <laughs> Thank y'all. Yeah. So that was our ranking segment. I really enjoyed it. I, you know, I will ask, should we put YouTube in here? Is that considered social media? You're okay. So you're, you and I have the same thought process. I, I forgot the criteria I was using. Um, I told you I was looking at like this infographic that was like giving me the timeline so I could like put the dates on the, on the outline. And I was thinking about YouTube, and I was just like, "I just don't feel like i i frequent I'm not as engaged with it like you like to me YouTube is like internet t v or internet yeah, you go on it to, to watch videos it's like it's more so of like a search engine yes to watch like you do have creators on there, of course, and you follow people and you subscribe to their channels, but it's more of like a search engine yes, in fact that's actually wow that is it it's more of a search engine boom, it's like Pinterest. I just got goosebumps. Although it's social media, but it's still a search engine. Yeah. And that's why Pinterest wasn't on this list. Cause I was like, is this, yeah. Well, we don't need yeah. to put it on there. it's good. <laughs> Listeners, let us know your rankings and what you, where you would rank these. Please DM us on Instagram and let us know what you would rank these as. Yes. And we'll make sure to ask for permission, but we will post your own rankings on the story so that people can see, oh, hey, this person agrees with me. Like, right. This one's trash. Facebook's trash. trash. Facebook's trash. Okay. Everybody should agree. Facebook should be lower on the list. Okay. I should have just had Facebook as a dishonorable mention. <laughs> Probably. Mm, okay. Anyways, moving on to our sweetie, I could go on and on and on. Just kidding, let me not do that for us. Imagine I was like that about every single one. I'm and I'm not gonna it's it's also because like it's the, the two co-hosts are guys, so and in man and dude fashion, I'll keep it short. I'm talking about Dwayne Campbell and Mark Martinez of the How Do I Know You podcast. I've been following them since the beginning of the year. And lately I've been getting to listen to podcasts more. But with these guys, like I can't just, I actually have to like sit down and listen to it. So, I mean, long story short, these two, like I can tell that like they've been friends forever. I haven't looked too much into like their backstory. I follow them both on Instagram. I follow the How Do I Know You podcast on Instagram and Spotify. They are so funny that their podcast is really just like talking about topics and they do this really cool thing where like they basically mix philosophy with um with comedy not even trying to like it's not like their podcast is centered around comedy they're mm-hmm. just so freaking hilarious they're they're unmatched i mean you're <laughs> promoting it so well i mean i'm going to go listen i want to hear their podcast <laughs> um it's a black guy and and a latino guy they just they make you think about things that you know that you're not thinking about and even if you are they just to me they eliminate the phenomenon of groupthink. like they're just such free thinkers they encourage That's you to good. be the same way and it's sometimes it's hard with like being politically correct all the time that these guys like they just speak what they think i mean so i told you i wasn't gonna get too much into this um but when i say that they're prolific like they're already on they're already on like episode 127 like they're always putting out yeah. content always putting out content each one is always like i feel like funnier than the next and they just like in sharing their own perspectives like you learn so much about the thing that they're talking about that then you start considering your own perspective and it just it just keeps you thinking and it keeps you laughing and bob you know me thinking and laughing that's all i look for and yeah that's good like that's good to to um think about certain things and like question why you think a certain way and like see an alternative and like okay where am I gonna go with this? Yes, I think that's awesome. I want to listen to them to see um what uh, what you what you're gushing about. It sounds really cool. Like cool I'm gonna podcast. send through one episode and I won't like deluge you with it, but I think that one episode alone, like even if you never listen to them again, like thank God. Awesome. Okay, I'm looking forward to it. And like I, I promised you guys, I was like in dude fashion. I'm gonna keep it short. That was chome short because I'm sure I talked about them for like what ten minutes. <laughs> so yeah that was our sweetie moving on to subtlety bob how are you feeling about just i'll just say like the world does you I mean politics is the world but like the world the state of the world is, is it ever calm no <laughs> somebody was like was... roll, pe- roll pieces is a conspiracy <laughs> you know what one thing i do want to talk about is the housing market right now mm-hmm. how it's so unfair all these investors are buying up these properties just so people they can rent it out to people and all of the people that that are trying to be first-time home buyers Mm -hmm. can't compete nope our generation like we just keep getting the excuse my language ish end of the stick it's so disheartening it's so annoying actually like like you put an offer in on a house let's say the house is uh like three hundred thousand dollars the the, the seller is gonna be like oh no there's there's another offer coming oh there's gonna be a there, people are gonna be offering fifty thousand over the asking price how do you compete with that as a first time home buyer right like I don't even understand also there's the intent like for them it's the investment but let's also not even lie here they're aware of like the intent behind their actions like to me this reeks of like the psychological phenomenons and the malevolence behind like white flight and there you you have people buying all these things so that others can keep renting, and mm-hmm. our generation, like you said, we don't get to be homeowners, which means that we don't get to have equity, which means Continuous, we don't have to have equality exactly continuously renting you know millennials I think only have four point eight percent of the of wealth compared to other generations and like compared to boomers at this this time in their lives like they, it's not even the same things we're dealing with like it's so crazy and like I I just love that you brought this up because this is not even like this was not planned people Um, the worst thing for me is when you find out that a lot of this stuff isn't just coincidental like you like like we said a second ago you Mm -hmm. have people that are so analytical and so savvy that they engineer these things to happen that's me what is when you say disheartening like I know exactly what you're touching on it's Honestly, and there, there, and we can bring it back to politically wise. Like you can, there, you can put laws on the books mm-hmm. that makes it illegal to just have. we're dealing with the homeless homelessness problem. You can, you can make it illegal to be like you have like all these vacant houses that people can't afford to live in because your rent is too high or you just you're all these investors are getting all these houses just to have them sit empty? Like what is this? And that's another thing you touched on is how high the rent is. So then you have these people you just want to buy a home and invest in something. You're when you're paying rent, you're not investing in yourself. You're investing in something Yeah look it's like oh we you you uh we need to see if you can uh afford mortgage. Okay. I'm I'm paying how much um, thirteen hundred dollars for an apartment? You think I can't afford um, a mortgage? I'm paying. I'm paying this much a month, so I'm paying for uh, rent for an apartment, and then I'm trying to get get to get a house. So uh, it's it, for you. It's like cyclical. With them, it's just sick. Yeah. <laughs> and you said like not like and to bring the politics in. Love, like I feel like we don't even have to verbalize and specify that it is it even just what we're like the character itself is political. Because like everything about politics, it all comes down to power. And we just talked about all the power dynamics within real estate. (sighs) There's more real estate agents than there is houses available at this point in time. Like, (laughs) I don't know who the darker humorist is really anymore. Is it you or is it me? I don't know. Sorry, we're competing. Did you hit me with that? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I'm like, don't laugh at this. it's crazy, like it's just very frustrating, and I'm not even going through it like it's just so frustrating all the stuff that happens politically, like even like in Texas, the abortion ban that Governor Abbott just um signed signed um recently it doesn't make any sense. Women don't even know they're pregnant at six weeks like you're, it's not even about protecting the baby. They just want to, they just want to control people. It's, it's about power. It's about controlling women's bodies. For me, I don't care if we lose followers. It always, to me, like a lot of this stuff comes back to religion and we won't even get into religion then. But it's like, a lot of this is rooted in the fact that, you know, you think that you can tell somebody else what to do simply because you believe it. That's it. And this new abortion ban alone, I'm like, who are you to tell me what to do with my body? Which is what we've been saying for years and years. Not even just that, but you do not give a damn about the life after it's born. Zero, zero. So what is this really about? Control. Control like- money. I don't even know. It's all of the above. Like it's so funny because it's like uh, Governor Abbott's like, oh Texans can uh, make a decision on what th- what they want to do with their health. That's why he removed the 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 mask mandate oh but women can't make a decision if they want to keep their baby or not like i don't oh, know no. uh, you you didn't hear when he says texans he means people and by people women aren't people yeah. I, you didn't yeah. know you didn't hear no yeah <laughs> have you heard the news <laughs> <laughs> women aren't people extra extra yeah. mm, i have actually yeah. i had a retort to that that was so NC seventeen. Yeah, I know we're just we're just talking here. We're just talking about the state of the world and just things that are happening. But this, none of I don't even know. It's just so frustrating. Everything he, I underestimated him. I really did. I didn't take him seriously when he first was elected in twenty fourteen. I believe. Um, that as the years have, especially throughout COVID, his name makes my blood boil. Um, maybe, of course. No one more than Trump, but he's making my blood boil more than Ted Cruz, which is saying some. Oh, that's that is saying some because Ted Cruz is a horrible, horrible. Why are we represented by trash? We're represented by trash and all the trash, Senator Foreign, White, Cornyn, whatever his name is. Corning. oh, John Cornyn, John Cornyn, Ted Cruz, Governor Abbott. All of you suck. Terrible. And it's honestly, we're entering a new era where not to sound like a pessimist because you know, I typically like I don't. For all the ways that my humor is dark and my skin is dark, like I still have like this weird idealistic optimism. But I'm keeping my eyes open right now, and you're talking about Corian, you're talking about Cruz, you're talking about Abbott. I feel like this actually kind of just is the beginning. There's just more, and they're going to get... Choma, I'm not even trying to jump on your pessimistic train. This is actually realistic. This is actually what is (laughs) happening. You're like, I'm not trying to be a pessimist, but um, I'm more of a realist. I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely the pessimist. <laughs> no, it's, it's not. It's not realism. It's, 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 I'm sorry. It's not pessimism. It's realism. It's what I'm realism. saying is real and what you're saying is real. Yeah, because I mean, who who's going to be running against Governor Abbott? Who's going mean, to do it? I think we've talked about this so much of just like the Democratic Party is so freaking stagnant. Seriously. And the stakes, I'm just telling you people, it's like, I'm looking at the biggest field of cows. Like the stakes could not be any higher. They have no sense of urgency, nothing. Wait, it wouldn't be a field of cows. It'd be a tower of cows. Sorry, the stakes <laughs> couldn't be any higher. They have no sense of urgency, no sense of direction. It just speaks to the elitism because they're just, they're not, when you are not middle-class like us, when you are not millennials like us, I, Bob and I are not middle class. We're we're millennials. You can just tell within Washington and our representatives and in, in the Democratic Party that they are not they're not poor, they're not lower class, they're not in financial or they're not um they don't have student loan debt, they're not middle class. Um, and they have tons of opportunities because even if I'm not gonna talk about money and finance, opportunities. Yep. So, if you're not starving of that, there's no stakes for you, so you just sit there and make your lawmaker money, and the rest of us don't have spiritual financial wealth, yeah, I mean they're just they're just some um, going with the corporations that's it like they're just they're just following what the corporations want, like you've been bringing up student loans i've I've decided like like i as amongst a, as a lot of other people, student loans are above me now, I'm not gonna worry about them. Are they going to be paid back? I don't know. Who knows? I'm not stressing about them anymore. Right. Whatever. COVID, like, you just see how sh- short your life is or yeah, short it gets life. cut? Yes. You you see how short your life gets cut. And it's like, I remember asking at some point, um, weirdly enough, that you bring this up, that I was like, how many of these people that have died had student loan debt? And they spent that portion of their lives that they were living just trying to pay it off, that they couldn't even do all the things they probably wanted to do. Yep. Yeah. So you're right. And COVID the pandemic really brought it into, into, to light. Like, Hey, we any <laughs> life is short. Yes. I really respect that you said that. And that you even came to that potential conclusion for yourself. Cause I, honestly, I was stressing about it before. I'm like, how am I going to pay these off? And I'm like, you know what? Maybe they won't ever get paid off, but I'm going to live my life. Damn. Mm -hmm. No, seriously, this is why you can't spell iconoclastic without icon. Once you go against the norm and like what convention is telling you to do, you end up finding out, oh, hey, this works out better for me. Mm -hmm. Hashtag Prince, because he was the biggest iconoclast of our time. And he is one of the biggest icons of our time. Oh my gosh, Prince. Amazing. Is he on your Bob's Bops this week? Let me not do that because I know he's not. He's not but he should be. He's there in spirit always. He's, he's forever on a. He's his whole um discography is yeah. forever a bop. And actually, you know what? You know he is really in the spirit of Bob's Bops because when I first made that Spotify playlist for you, called Bob's Bops, he was the first song I put on there. Remember when Doves cry? Oh, that and that when Doves cry. Oh. Amazing. We might have to have a prince episode. <laughs> he just carried us through this man like that. Just thank you, Prince. <laughs> we just went on a whole diatribe, but we can we can go and move on. I know Bob and myself have just been like weaving in subtlety to true crime. It still applies uh yeah. today. However, we actually have a de juro case, which funnily enough, because we were talking about TikTok and social media, I brought this up to her. Um, I've always been well abreast of this case because well <laughs> <laughs> um because of my my affinity for true crime and murders to be specific. Um, and my sister joked um that one of the guys I was I was affiliated with, she was like, Oh, she's like, How's the Menendez brother doing? And I was like, Don't use because one of the guys' names actually has the same name as one of them. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Please feel free to laugh, because when she said it was ridiculous for that. I'm sorry. I couldn't even let you go. And you know, I'm like, it's like... <laughs> uh, that made me giggle. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it took me to say, like, I laughed too when she said I laughed for so long and so hard, but I was like, but also like, don't say that because it's also just yeah, like a mix of <laughs> lots of bad things there. Um, but yes, we're talking about the Menendez brothers and um, this case, there's so many pieces to this case that of course we can't do it in one episode. There's tons of documentaries, series, history on them on all the streaming platforms Ooh. um hulu has two like they have the 2020 special that just aired recently and you have the eric's um eric menendez had his own series on a and e where he talked from his side of the story and things that were left out of the trial like you know you're hearing from one of the victims who is you know incarcerated as a perpetrator which he is a perpetrator um and then there's also i think there may be something on netflix and so i know i'm talking really fast about this because i actually just want to get down to the brass tacks of the case the reason why i mentioned tiktok is because you know the menendez brothers murdered their parents um jose and kitty in 1989 and then (laughs) they pretended like for a while they didn't so for a long time the canon has been these rich spoiled entitled boys killed their parents for their money And part of the story that I just came to find out um, a year ago is, you know, they were, and I'm telling you, it is the most sordid physical, sexual, psychological, emotional abuse I've ever heard in my life. And we don't even know everything that just that fact alone, they presented that in the first trial. It ended up being a mistrial because the jury was hung that the second trial, they threw out all that information about the abuse. Then they went to jail. I mean... The Menendez Brothers story. I don't know if fascinating is the right word, but. But it is, because fascinating, I think it's synonymous with like intriguing and like it, ca- it captures your attention. It's also stupefying. Like, you're, I don't think you're wrong to say fascinating at all. It's so shocking. It's like, what? Jaw dropping. <laughs> Jaw dropping. There you go. I've been, we, I, we've been hearing about the Menendez Brothers for years now. Yeah. Like, basically all our lives. And it's just like, and then they come up with new documentaries and then. You just learn new things. And what I keep coming back to recently is, and I'm, this is an original thought. Let me not even pretend like I'm I'm just this much of a, an intellect. With me too in 2017, if the Menendez Brothers case was not only retried or re um, what is it, reheard, these guys like they were mopped. SNL I didn't help them. And it just it speaks to the fact that like they were men, like and you know the like toxic masculinity. And I think the um, overall conversation would have been different because people didn't believe them. And not only did they not believe them, they mock them. Yep. Men can't, or men slash boys can't be sexually abused. (sighs) Like it's an excuse. That's why these boys told their parents to. Yeah. The conversation would have been totally different if it was during this time. It needs to change. So I know I totally just dominated that conversation. I you know no, cause I you, you, you know more about the the trial but I I know I know a little bit about it because of over the years. But it's just... No, I mean, there's... But still, there's people like in conversations that know so much about something and they just like completely barrel over the other person that even if you don't know all that much, I still want to know your perspective. That's why I'm apologizing for dominating because... Oh, you're good. You're good. Did you ever watch it when you were... Because I know that you're two years older than me and I know the case went on for years that I think it was like 96 or 97 they got No, see, I just... I would just hear bits and pieces throughout my life about the Menendez brothers. So... I didn't know like diving deep. I knew what, the, what happened and what they did and like the situation, but I didn't follow like every single, like the trial and all that. So I was letting you go, go ahead. Yeah. I knew, I knew more of the layers of the cake. You're just like, no, yes. I just know what flavor it is. Um, <laughs> no, but no, my, my question to you, cause I'm really genuinely interested is, you're you're saying that you heard about it a lot over the years. So then I'm curious, like your initial perception, just hearing bits and pieces about it, to now it's different because I'm like, oh, I mean, they're guilty. Yes, they killed they killed yeah. their family. But that it's question. just like there is reasoning behind that that you can't ignore. You gotta you gotta hear, I mean, you gotta hear both sides. It's like you do. <laughs> you do. What was it? There were good uh, there's good people on both sides. Bro, what? <laughs> your parents were horrible. Horrible. Parents were horrible. Yeah. So it's like, it's so hard. You're like, well, you don't know how you would be in that situation. You might have made the same kind of um, decision as well. Oh, I was going to say, oh, for sure. Chums. you're not going to. No, Chom no. not. Chom wouldn't make the decision. Neither would I. Yeah, me neither. But yeah, like, saying? yeah. No. <laughs> it's just like, and exactly the circumstances around there. <laughs> We retract our statements. We No, we, you. we never said we would. No, you said, no. what would you do in that situation? You asked. You didn't say I would do the same thing. You asked. There's a yes. difference. You, you said so you, ne- you never know how you would react. Yes, exactly. You, you did not posit that we would. No, you did not. I just <laughs> want to make that clear to you in case you're thinking that's what you said. No, it's not what okay. you said. I said... <laughs> And then I originally said, and Cassie says, <laughs> that's why Chris Martin's gonna slap me with the restraining orders because I'm the one that always goes too far. <laughs> I'm the one who's actually right all about it. Um, So, yeah, I just, I was, I was, that's what the main question I wanted to ask you on the pod was just like, okay, so you heard about them before I, because I didn't know they existed until I want to say 20, <laughs> I was gonna say 2020. I just love that show. I think I don't, I don't think I knew they existed until 2020. I mean, there you go. I've heard of them before. Yeah. yeah. Interesting case. Recommend watching it on Hulu. If dog. you don't have the attention span for the Hulu series, 2020 did an excellent freaking job with this episode, especially with the wealth and breadth of information. <laughs> breath. Just channeling that in a million fits in my life for you. I gave up. Everything for you. No, 2020 did an exceptional job with like the one and a half hours they had to fit all that in there, and just this like fascinating, like you said, story. Wow, this wow, is real life, Bob. This isn't a TV show. True crime. True crime is scary. Honestly, it's insane. The du- the the juro. Du- Wait, is it? Yeah, the de du- Juro is, is the Juro du- del- that, that it. happens to lend to a de facto um, concept and narrative.
1: They're Again.
0: You just, can you really, can you really separate the de facto? You can't. Exactly. You can't. Exactly. You can't. Honestly. I know that sensationalism is a thing and sensationalism can lead to desensitization. However, that's what I just keep coming back to when I look at this case. And like we said, like with the de facto and the de jure, you just sometimes think this is real life. So I know I circled back. you were already like, "Yeah, this is the de right and I was like I went back to the facts of the case i'm I'm just stuck I'm just hooked on phonics, the fact that this is real life, and that they're still in jail and insanity. but let's so. go to a lighter topic, a better and phoner- talk about music bumps, bumps, Bums, bumps, so. This week, I have uh, different uh, songs to share with y'all this week. Choma didn't get to listen to these. Did not. Actually, she listened to one, and it's the last one on the list. And actually, the last one on the list is my favorite one. So if you don't listen to any other one, listen to the last one that I talk about. I will go with first. This first um, song is called Icarus, and it's by Fanna Hughes. This is a song, like, if you see the video... The, um, this artist, she's like, I, th- I don't even know how old she is. Just singing in a bed of flowers and she has people, um, other Black girls singing in a bed of flowers. And it just makes you feel nice. Like, I love it. It's so serene. It makes you feel like light. It's giving me Corinne Bailey Ray, Girl, Put Your Records On vibes. I know we've referenced Put Your Records On before on the pod. Obviously, we're mm-hmm. CBR fans. Um, that's the vibe it's giving me because she just feels like white and she's speaking yeah. of girls. So it's just cute. I love it. It's like it's 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 a perfect cute song, honestly. It's really good. And then the next song I have on the list is Justine Sky featuring Rima. Suicide Fantasy. Justine Sky and Rima joining together. Rima is like a um uh af- i don't know if you call all these artists Afrobeats, but right. he's an artist <laughs> that does like some Afrobeats mm-hmm. and they just joined together and melded this song called twisted fantasy i love justine sky oh my god i cannot wait to listen to this this i that sounds sorry that sounds so like not genuine because i sound like you know i'm just at brunch with my mother stuff i love <laughs> justine sky so much really though no me too she has like look she has an iconic face honestly I know I'm talking about just her beauty. She's talented. She makes good music. I wish she was more out there, but I support, I love her music, love her vibe. She's just excellent. So this song is wonderful. She's the definition of underrated artist to me. Yes. Not even in the pretentious hipster sense where everything is underrated and the mainstream. No, she's like, I'm glad that for us, at least she can be like our brilliant little secret. Yes, and when I say us, I don't mean like Bob and myself. We're not we're not narcissistic myopics I'm talking about like people that love Justine Sky, the Justine Sky Hive. (laughs) I love it, Sky Hive. Her and um, I haven't heard much like people talk about Skylar Gray. From Gray is good too. Just her voice and I need a doctor. I'm like, you don't want to hear me sing in the shower because I butcher it. (laughs) Um, just like her and Justine Sky, like you listen to them and they do things. Like they obviously do things to your goosebumps. But they do something Mm. to you overall. To me overall. So yes, I would really recommend Justine Sky. I think I've even talked about Justine Sky in another episode before as well. Yes, because I think I did the same. Oh my God, I love Justine Sky. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay, the next song is by Laura Vula. I don't know if the M is silent, to be quite honest. It's called M-V-U-L-A. And this song is called Got Me. And it's a fun pop song. It's like pop R&B though. Cause you know how some people get um, relegated into a certain um, genre, like, oh, they only mm-hmm. are this. This is like a fun combo, R&B yeah. pop, fun little vibe song to dance to, really cool. That one is great. Laura, Mvula. Vula? Vula. So the next artist, the next artist on the list is Ant Clemens. This is the only song I have from Ant Clemens. And the song is called June 1st. And he samples um, Take Me As I Am. So, like, when you start listening to it, you're like, oh, am I about to listen to Take Me As I Am? No. He just it, transitions it into another new age R&B song. I love and that. it's really nice. He yeah. does a good job of sampling, it sounds like yes and it's a short song but it's like short and sweet and it's nice because sometimes people make sometimes when people make too short of songs you're like why And know you feel robbed it, you have it's like the rest. It's, it's 'cause it's because they want you to put it on repeat bob to get more streams get more streams so political <sighs> it's okay you gotta do what you gotta do huh. um, but it's actually the perfect um length for this song so Nice little sample from Take Me As I Am. and Perfect for Gemini season. Get yeah. it? June 1st, Gemini. Hey. Let me stop. <laughs> but yeah. And then the last one, as I talked about, my favorite on the list is um, by a artist, two artists, Poolside and Amo Amo, and it's called Around the Sun. And if you can just picture what a song called Around the Sun is like. <sighs> so divine with an artist named poolside (laughs) poolside like i love i love artist names like that like you're just like poolside like okay y'all why Why is it your name bob sent me this song yesterday and obviously y'all know i have words for everything it's quite a feat to make me speechless or for me to be laconic and like short and succinct i texted her after she sent me this and I I couldn't describe to her in words verbally or via text this like the vibe of this I just said to her I was like this song is just I think it's something like out of this world (laughs) around the sun out of this world or just like a like a vibe and to like this moment right now I still I can't because it's not like obviously it's not the best song in the world but there's just so many elements to this song being Mm -hmm. It is definitely a repeater at the same time, like you get to, you, when you're listening to it, I didn't even repeat it all that much cause I was just savoring it as it was playing. Just made me feel, yes. It made me feel so good when I was listening to it. I'm like, I can picture myself like on my birthday, like just listening to this song you, around the sun, you made it another trip around the sun, like love it. Like it's so fantastic. It's funny you say that because I was like, yeah. I wish I knew the song for my birthday a couple of weeks ago. I remember I was like, my solar return. Yes. I love seeing a trip around the sun. I love it. I love it. Oh my gosh. So this one, if not, I mean, listen to all of them, but this one for sure. For sure. Listen to it. It's poolside, amo amo, around the sun. <laughs> you know some people like will get so um when they're so grateful to somebody about something they're like I'm gonna name my firstborn after you I know I've talked to you already about naming my potential daughter Cassie because I love the name Cassandra and I was like well I feel like I've already told her that so it wouldn't it just wouldn't seem sincere that I backspaced and just told you like I don't even know what to say about this song yeah, I feel you I feel you <laughs> I love it I love your name yes thank you I love my name too I appreciate you loving it as well so those, are uh, yes, those are Bob's box for the week. So I hope you enjoy them. And a little preview uh, for the end of season one, we will have all these songs on a playlist and all the songs we've talked about throughout season one will be on a playlist. So you guys will be able to peruse and listen to anything you would like. Yes. Peruse, submerge, deluge. It is our little gifts, parting gift to you when we, Complete the first season and take our little hiatus. Yes. Because we know y'all are gonna miss us. But it like is. we said a million times on the show, what heals almost basically everything, music. So. Music. I'm glad that you told them about your little surprise for him. Yes. So we're gonna go to our next and final segment. This is gonna be <laughs> a or an appeal from trauma. It uh-huh. is. It's a play on our podcast is this is a personal matter because I've seen it happen a lot in my life. I know that like it appeals to all of us because it literally puts the person in personal. So when she says like, it's my appeal, because yeah. I really don't regard this angrily. I just regard this very passionately because you just always know that person who's like, oh yeah, I'm just direct. I'm blunt. Um, I'm always keep it real. My personal favorite is um, when you're in a situation like this with somebody and they've said something just completely lacking of tact and respect and mm-hmm. regard for the other person's feelings, but even worse, their humanity, that they just, you know, are like, oh, that's just my opinion. And so I'll just use one example of like, I'm sure people have seen Selling Sunset by now, like people like Davina and Christine, I think her name, Christine, are those yeah. people who are like, oh, I'm just direct. I'm just a blunt person. And those are extreme examples. But we all know people in our lives like this. Yeah, It could be coworkers, It could be siblings. It could be... Conversation partners, just, you know, not to go down a st- stupidly long list. And like, reason why I'm talking about this is I'm like the same way that the global conversation right now is like calling on cops to take accountability. Mm-hmm. I'm calling out the unaccountability of cop-outs. And to me the oh, I'm just direct. Oh, I'm just a blunt person. All that stuff. Like, I think those are just cop-outs. And <laughs> like, sorry, I, cut you. I know that I cut you off. So I want to make sure people you heard you just say like, yeah, you too. You you feel the mm-hmm. same way. And nah like a Taurus coming from one, um, to me, that's bull. Like all of that is bull. It's possible. And not only possible, it's vital to be direct, upfront, straightforward, or as everyone loves to put it, real, quote unquote, but you can still be respectful. You can still be considerate and you can still be responsible, which is what accountability is literally all about. And so the personal problem here isn't people taking your responses or what you've said, or your opinions personally, no, that's just casting blame with a measure of one-sided culpability without any practice of self-accountability. And I know for all the ways that I'm speaking loudly right now, and like, if I were speaking to my coworkers, this is where they would start calling me aggressive or like, oh, well, like intense. No, I'm passionate. And I didn't like to use the term passionate because they also use that as dog whistling. as like, oh, she's just very passionate because they use that against Latinas and I'm not a Latina. So when they use it against me, it's not the same thing, but I know what you're getting at. And I'm just I'm speaking emphatically because I'm just so and I I'm I'm somebody that has committed these I've committed these frauds myself where I've just been like, oh, I'm just really opinionated. And I'm and then I along the line I realized, no, but what you said to that person, there was a different way to communicate it, and there was a way to communicate with respect. And I I was not being respectful. Um, so I'm not sitting here preaching from some sort of soapbox or pulpit. No. I'm speaking to this because I've had to learn from this myself. And so I just think that there's a way to communicate your opinions and your feelings, your perspectives. If we have to be so dramatic verdicts, because some people take what they think so seriously that it feels like they're rendering a verdict against you. Yes. Um, and you can, you can communicate your critiques tactfully and mindfully and even sensibly. If you are somebody that it was like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm just blunt, I'm fine. You don't have to do it sensitively, but you can be sensible about the way that you communicate that also is a bibliophile and a logophile, but I know it by heart, but I wanted to make sure I looked up the difference between critiques and criticisms because critiques, they inclusively consider, you know, the strengths and the weaknesses and the upsides and the downsides to anything, to someone's personality, to a movie, to a review about a book, all those things. Whereas criticisms exclusively focus on the faults and the shortcomings of something or someone. And which really to you sounds more conducive, something that's global and considers both aspects of something in their conclusion and opinion, or something that's really just focused on one thing. And that's the negative. Right. So I just, as a hypocritical Taurus, try your very damn best not to be lazy and just make the careful effort to take it upon yourself to appraise how your words carry impact. And, and I will say, you can be kind and honest. And that is a perfect combination. It's literally the definition of earnest, kindness and honesty. The word even exists. Like you're, you're totally right. Like there is a way, thank you, Bob. There is a way to be kind and honest. Boom. Yep. Preach all that you're saying. I'm engaged right now. I'm not enraged. I'm engaged. Um, So to me, really, it sounds like those blunt, direct, real people, you have a personal problem in which it seems, keyword seems, you lack the capacity to not care about what you say, how you communicate your message, and how it impacts the receiver as the sender. But that's why I want to make sure that I highlight also too, like, I emphasize seems because what's the, what's the, everything is not what it seems, because we're all able with the capacity, and we're definitely capable of taking and making that careful effort. (laughs) And. The, the title of our podcast, it sounds like a personal problem. That doesn't mean we're saying be rude and say anything and everything to anybody and be like, oh, that's your personal problem that you're right. taking it um, this way. It's like, no, you got to be tactful. Like you were saying, you got to be kind and you got to be honest. Yes. And then after that, you can say, sounds like a personal problem because I was being kind. I was being honest. I'm telling you what I really felt. So what you take from there is your personal problem but even just this even the personal problem sounds like a personal problem that you're talking about like people just people say in response to those things like for example when a, a somebody i know that lost their key to something and then wanted me to ship my only copy and my only key that i was going to need to them and it became this big old fight for lack of a better word that mm-hmm. i would ship my key but i remember telling you about it and you were like sounds like a personal problem really. Yeah. <laughs> because really, you made your own problem, you're making it my problem, and then you're making it into, sounds like, a, that's like the definition of sounds like a personal problem. Yep. That people, I know people, some people use it just to like, just like, just to dismiss themselves from a situation. And that's another one that you're highlighting. And in this case, it's like, no, this is not, sounds like a personal problem. Shum's is just too sensitive to, um, this actually is not about me mm-hmm. at all. You know, I'm a very effortful communicator. I'm going to yeah. go to my grave with like communicator on the urn. I'm getting nominated, so I'll make sure that the base at least is like, (laughs) Um, so I'll just like wrap up really. I'm like everyone. And I mean, I'm serious when I say everyone. I had this conversation with my brother and he, I specified to him, I was like, I'm even talking about like um, people whose political beliefs I don't agree with. Mm -hmm. If I were to see Greg Abbott or Ted Cruz, like I'm not going to shout something at them or spit at them and be disrespectful towards them because I'm being mindful of not only what I say and how I can go to jail, (laughs) but I'm going to be tactful as well because Honestly, look, I don't even know if Ted Cruz is a human, but I just like, I don't have an enemy to like, just be disrespectful to people. Um, yeah, the, the effort, you don't need to put the effort there to do that, you don't uh-uh. to. No, no matter your differences of opinions or the difficulties of the conversation, you, the collective you deserve to be respected and to have your humanity regarded. And that's what's consistently getting us into trouble in the world is the fact that our humanity is so often dismissed and then, or outrightly disregarded that undoubtedly it is without question that being disrespected is intolerable. And so is being disrespectful. Like being disrespectful is intolerable. We're human. It happens, but when it happens, own up to it. Hold yourself accountable instead of downplaying your malignance so as to play down your participation in malevolence. Snaps and claps all around for that. Bob and I love this book called The Four Agreements. And yeah. To be real. My favorite author. My favorite author. Oh, really? I did not yeah. know that. I, I'm, I've i been rereading um, The Four Agreements every two months since 2020 started. Well, since COVID started. Oh, wonderful. Just because like, you know, I know you and I have talked about like how hard it is to like really apply what he says. It's so hard. It's yes. So hard. Especially the taking things personally that this, this diatribe, I'll say, <laughs> this impassioned speech that I just gave. I'll tell you where it came from. It came from the first chapter, actually. Not even the don't take things personally agreement. It came from the first agreement. Don Miguel Ruiz says, speak with integrity. Use the power of your word and the direction of truth and love. Love it. Love him. (laughs) (laughs) Love him too. Yes. It's a perfect quote. Be impeccable with your word. And I know we all gossip, which is part of the whole be impeccable, your word thing. It says not to gossip like that. That's why I keep stressing here that I don't think I'm perfect as a hypocrite. Like, that's why I try not to like speak to things and tell people what to do ever. Yeah. At the same time, like in holding myself accountable for these things, like I'm learning a lot about things that we're not holding ourselves accountable for. Most definitely. Thank you for that impassioned speech, Shama. It was beautiful. And ending it with the quote from Dominique Gavarese was beautiful as well. I love him. Thank you all so much for listening. Please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at slap underscore podcast. Please rate us five stars. We would really appreciate it on Apple or wherever else you can rate. We really respect y'all and appreciate you taking the time and the energy to engage with us. And we will catch you all next time and thank you for being impeccable with your ears okay